Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness, the show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 19. Oh, that's my lucky number. Hi, Eden. Hi, Kim. So we are excited to be here, like always, inspired to be here. And um, and I just I want to say also that I feel like this show, I feel like I get so inspired by doing it and by the guests we have. But then I get such great feedback of other people being healed or inspired or motivated or whatever. Like my like my friend texted me the other day and said, you make me feel like I'm not alone when I'm having struggles, you know, things like that, like oh, that I know they're hanging the, yeah. out like and just yeah. in with the discussion. So I, yeah. I love that. I feel like that's the whole purpose of doing anything, you know, in the world that has to be your first why purpose and meaningful with we're doing it with purpose. Exactly. Yep. Passion so we're making a difference for people. Yeah. And that feels good. So, so I, I remember we were talking on the phone the other day and you, you mentioned, uh, well, I don't want to say who you saw, but you were, you were out for your daughter's birthday. You, you can keep telling that story, but I wanted you to mention that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I took my daughter out for her birthday, her 16th birthday with a couple of friends. Um, part of the day I surprised her and took her to Malibu because that's her favorite place to go. Uh-huh. And we, my kids grew up seeing celebrities like everywhere and so it's like her it's normal if we don't see one it's it's a bad day Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that's funny yeah so um we i guess well back when billy was on billy huffsey yeah we were you and i were talking about actors and and seeing them and and that i had my experience with squiggy from laverne and shirley that uh, he, was mean. He, he was mean to me. So <laughs> for me, that sort of that, you know, brought made me look at celebrities differently. And I thought they were better than me. Because you were me. a kid when that happened, yes, right? I was okay. 12. So I looked at celebrities like they were better than me and they're untouchable. Like, and I, you know, I can't I can never approach one. Well, and I remember Billy because because I was mentioning a couple and then most of the stories were good. Like like I met Danny DeVito and he was amazing. And, yeah. you know, but he Billy got kind of like Defensive. defending them. Yeah. No, not in a bad way, but just, hey, you know, everybody has a bad day and you have to look back at, you know, what's going on in their lives, which, of yes. course, we know that. But you just happen to remember that because you're a kid. Yeah. Right. So and stuck with me for, for my whole life. So um, we were just talking about that and I felt bad when he felt like he needed to defend that group of people. So then I had a great experience in Malibu the other day that I wanted to share. So I actually, I, after it happened, I sent a message to Billy to let him know <laughs> that I had a good experience. <laughs> so anyway, so um, we saw, well, what happened was we were in a parking lot. We get back in the car after we spent some time there and um, there was a, a dark, a car with dark windows next to it, parked next to us. And the, and the girls were like, Ooh, I wonder if there's someone famous in there. <laughs> so, um, we were looking, you know, looking in the window and it was so dark that it was the kind of, um, window that if someone was in there, they could see us looking at them, but we didn't see them. 
we couldn't see them. So we were just all like staring. And after a minute, I'm like, you guys, we got to stop staring because <laughs> someone might be in there. Mm-hmm. So we just decided to leave. We're pulling the car out and halfway out of the, the spot, they, the two people in the car get out and we see that it's Charlie Sheen. Mm-hmm. So they all start screaming. They're like, oh my gosh, that's Charlie Sheen. These 16 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, yeah. Uh, so, so we're like, we have to go back in because he was getting out to go into the store. So we ended up pulling out and parking somewhere else. And then the girls ran into the store to go <laughs> see him. So I, by the time I get into the store, they were taking pictures with him. And uh, I didn't hear any of this conversation, but um, they told me afterwards that they went up, my daughter went up and asked, can we have a picture? He was very kind and he generous and he said well, yes. He and daughters himself. Yeah, one of them was with him. Um, so he was willing to take this picture, very nice. And then so when the pictures were done, he says to my daughter, he's like, were you those girls in the car that were staring at me? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and you know, yelling when you saw that I got out of the car? And they're like, yeah. And then he's like, um, so does that mean that you got out of the, you left that parking spot and you parked somewhere else to come in and see me? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So he knew, you know, he could tell that we were doing That's so that. Funny. So, but he was funny That's about really it. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. And, and um, they felt, they were a little embarrassed, but it was cool. He was very nice. So, yeah. Well, I think most people are nice unless they maybe are having a bad day or maybe they are an ego, you know, the ones yeah. it, it could depend, you yeah. know. Yeah. You never know. Well, I, I actually went um, a couple nights ago. I went, my, my daughter loves to go to concerts with me. Um, we went to see Sheila E in concert uh-huh. in Newport Beach. And, um, and I'm so used to seeing her. I've never seen her by herself. I've seen her with Prince many, many times when she would, she would always be on stage with Prince. They were very close. Uh-huh. And she would always be this badass drummer, like probably the best female drummer ever, right? And always came across great. And so when, when the tickets were on sale, I was like, well, you know, I would love to see her on her own, see how she does. And man, she's like a front woman. Like she, she just takes charge of the stage and like interacts with the audience, bringing audience members on stage, like super, super confident, but in a humble way and sounds great. Mm. And then what I thought was really cute and heartfelt was that she brought both her parents, her, her dad is a famous jazz musician Pete Escovedo and he came on stage he's 84 he seriously acted like 35 he's like moving just as fast as she is Mm -hmm. like really inspiring in great shape and then she brings her mom on stage 82 it was her birthday her mom starts dancing like she's 20 years old all over the stage and so that was I felt like that was so inspiring and then what was surprising and cool was that she took a lot of time to just say, my mission in life right now is just to spread love. Like, that's the one thing we're lacking. If there was more love in the world, everything could be healed. And she goes, I want you. And she went on and on about it. And which, but it was beautiful the way she did it. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I want you all to do something out of your comfort zone. And and I'm sorry, but the, the, the crowd, a lot of them were very, like, it looked like they were very the typical stereotypical Newport crowd where they're kind of like, Oh, I must appear perfect. And you know, it, it did, there were a lot of people like like rigid. Yeah. And they just like, like me and Noella got up and we're dancing and people were giving us weird looks like, you know, just like, Oh, Mm. that's being conservative, you know? And so I was like, Oh gosh, what are people going to do? And she says, she says, turn around and find someone you don't know, look them in the eyes, hug them and say, I love you to a stranger. Wow. And everyone did it. 
And and okay. I felt kind of weird. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it, you know. And it was it was like uplifted the energy of the entire crowd and mm-hmm. the rest of the night. And so I thought, God, if if I, how cool and daring of people and her, but also like we do need more of that, you know. We do yeah. need we do need more people to dare to say, you know, what they feel, you know, and and spread love more. So I just thought it oh, was yeah. it was it ended up being a really great night, and we ended up meeting her at the end. Um, I was hoping we could get her on the show, but they I barely know. let me talk to her. So we'll, I have know. To, we'll have to find another way to connect. But Putting it out there. Sheila, call us. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that's anyway, um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, so anyway, um, I want to introduce our next guest. I'm excited mm-hmm. that he's here and awesome person. And so Jeremy Jackson Many of you know him as Hobie Buchanan on Baywatch, David Hasselhoff's son. A lot of people have still watched that, I'm sure. And I'm sure he gets recognized left and right from that show, just like the girls chasing Charlie Sheen. (laughs) I'm sure he gets that quite often. Mm -hmm. Um, In 1996, he was indicted into the Young Hollywood Hall of Fame. How cool is that? Wow. After nearly two decades of honing his creative talents on Baywatch, feature films, and over 30 national commercial campaigns, he sought to expand his horizons and develop his business talents in, um, by building an international event promotions company. The combo of his immense drive and well-developed street smarts led to a multi-million dollar partnership with world-renowned uh, fashion tycoon Christine Audigier. Hopefully I said it right. Christine Audigier. Ah, yes. Oh, I know. God, I know who that is. God rest his soul. Okay, yes. Okay. Ed Hardy. Um, that's huge. Wow. Okay. Um, it says, unfortunately, his rapid ascent journey was not without repercussions. He battled both drug and alcohol addiction amidst his success. Through immense struggles and ultimately defeating his longstanding demons, he discovered the healing power of helping others overcome struggles, transition, and achieve massive success. How awesome is that? This is when he became his lifelong mentorship mission by speaking at rehab centers and candidly sharing his personal struggles on shows like Celebrity Rehab, VH1's Confessions of a Teen Idol. With Billy Huffsey. Yeah. I know. he. I I talked to him. I got some time with him. I talked to him (laughs) on the phone the other day and he said to say hi. Um, And (laughs) the big idea with Donnie Deutsch. Um, And so it says he dove headfirst into the world of fitness, mixed martial arts. Um, As a man who'd battled a lifetime of struggle, he quickly turned his first tournament defeat into yet another international success as a four-time gold medal athlete fitness and the world's first and only true celebrity trainer um that is so awesome hmm. and seven, then seven gold medals now oh my god keep well, racking them up you could tell um and then <laughs> he also does breath work he's a breathworks healer um cbd hemp wellness proponent drug and alcohol counselor mental health awareness ambassador for imperfectly perfect campaign oh my god eden sassoon was just talking about imperfectly perfect her tattoo really? her what? tattoo says come that. on yeah. How okay we gotta I talk got we gotta talk me too my god that okay is so cool. i love wow. when things like that happen like that's why you're both here and and i was gonna bring my my little altar kit for my breath works i like had this feeling that i was gonna like you guys could infuse it i was like i'm gonna get something for my for my space like oh. and, and i got this crystal in my pocket from eden i knew, oh, yeah. I knew something yeah, yeah, cool yeah. was gonna come it's oh so i love cool. that yeah and we got the crystals here <laughs> I too brought it, but we got I, our selenite crystals yeah <laughs> oh i love that all meant to be well thank you for being here jeremy you're awesome my pleasure thank you for having me out and thank you for um spreading such wisdom and experience and and digging into these topics and starting to th- these conversations and um creating that positive energy flow you know it's really awesome i was just sitting here listening to the last interview just 
eyes closed, soaking it all in, and there was really good energy circulating. It was awesome. Yeah, good. and that's, that's what we try to do. Yeah, I could feel yeah. it for sure. Yeah. So the first question I want to ask, I guess, is, is what we're starting to ask everybody that comes in is how do you cope with depression, sadness, anger, any, any of those negative emotions? Well, um, you know, for me, the, the infrastructure that I build through training my feet, because my head will go awry, Mm-hmm. My emotions go awry, mm-hmm. but by training my feet um, to be in the right places with the right people, um, when that when that foundation is there, it's really hard to get that far off track. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And giving myself permission sometimes to just have that day in bed and and, and feel gross. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. be like, it's okay, it's gonna pass. And reminding myself it's alive, reminding myself it's darkness, reminding myself something big is coming and the enemy's mm. trying to get me down and, mm-hmm. and, and make me doubt it, you know? And uh, it, it, it can be tough, right? Mm-hmm. It can be tough to remember that stuff or to believe that stuff. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I just hunker down for a little bit, you know? Um, and it used to be worse, um, I think, through uh, working certain spiritual steps and, and making amends and um, you know, having those healthy relationships with family and with friends, mentors, catching that tail draft of uh, brothers and sisters ahead of you that are trailblazing, you know, doing good. That keeps you tugging along. Um, but uh, I think it's gotten a lot better, probably, um, diet you know, mm-hmm. staying away from gluten and processed sugar. And, you know, it's like the first thing you want to do when you feel like crap and mm. it just makes Eat it bad. worse. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I actually have a lot of that body dysmorphia and, and, and eating disorder stuff. And, mm. um, but, uh, that has definitely helped. So like a superfood heavy diet, lots of really good fats. I freaking drink so much omega fat it's ridiculous mm. that's kind of helped uh-huh. um definitely uh hemp full spectrum hemp extracts have, have that's something new that i've been doing for the past, past couple months and it's mm-hmm. it's definitely helped um but uh really it's it's that uh collective consciousness being in the middle of that herd um is pretty hard to get picked off by the wolves when you're in the middle of it even mm-hmm. if you stray a little bit mm-hmm. uh, that's and when, that's when it's, knowing when yeah. it's enough time and like when to like push yourself back right yeah like p- back into the action yeah yeah isolation's never you know never the answer long term but sometimes it's okay to be like give yourself a break i mean usually people that have skills and talents or blessings um are you know every action has an equal and opposite reaction so mm-hmm. usually people who are gifted have that just as much you know uh obstacles to overcome mm-hmm. um so most people just don't talk about it but yeah. yeah i think more people go through it than we were talking about that earlier is more people go through it than we know you yeah. know what i mean like and it's just i think it's a beautiful thing that you're just you know, out in the public with it because it's going to help so many people go, okay, I'm not crazy. I'm okay. We all go through this. Yeah. It was really eye opening, man, because, you know, I've been, um, an advocate for recovery for many years. You know, I got clean and sober originally when I was 20 and, and, and was, you know, uh, life was amazing. And, 
um, you know, 80% of everything was perfect and 20% kind of sucked, but on the majority, everything was so good. And, um, it was so good for so long that I kind of forgot what I had done to get what I got. And I stopped doing what I was doing to mm-hmm. continue to get what I was getting. And mm-hmm. I started mm-hmm. thinking, yeah, tw- 12 years clean and sober, you know, I don't need to go to those things anymore. I don't to take these calls anymore. I'm going to focusing on where I'm too busy. You know what I mean? I got things, I got plate, you know, I got a house, I got a dog yeah. and car and I'll yeah. do that. You know, once a year I'll go in there and tell them, Hey, I'm still here doing, you know, and, uh, Pandora's box kind of got opened a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. there uh, was more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, uh, a whole podcast on its own, but, you know, coming from the recovery world and thinking of addiction and alcoholism as a mental health issue, as a mental disease, as a, you know, genetic mutation of the brain that, you know, that was my world and, you know, struggling with anxiety, PTSD, depression, uh, OCD, whatever, ADD, hyper, uh, you know, all this kind of s- stuff um, has, you know, been woven through my life um, in different levels of severity. And, um, you know, uh, sharing about it, it's, it was amazing how the response, I've never gotten such a massive response and the messages were overwhelming. And, you know, I think I maybe people see like this buff body that's actually just an outward manifestation of my own insecurities, or they see this, you know, tan or whatever it is, and they just think like I don't, like you know, you're perfect. I, I don't struggle, and like you know, yeah. Um, so I think it was really, I guess, humanizing and created a stronger community, and it's something that seems to be taking legs and and could be more people, more hearts that I can reach just outside of the recovery community. And, it's and beautiful. We're stronger you know, in numbers, right? That's what yeah. that's yeah. what drew me. I mean, we were friends for a long time on Facebook, but we have mutual friends, but I haven't met you in person till today. But I, I saw your post and it made me have tears. It made me go, he is so brave. And and that's something that, that more people need. I know Justin Bieber just did a similar letter, like talking about the pressures and how he feels. And that, you know, just getting that exposure of that to get people to feel okay to ask for help or to, to be okay with going through stuff. And, and I noticed the same thing. I had been struggling with a bunch of hormone stuff that caused anxiety and all this crazy stuff, panic mm-hmm. and stuff. And I reached out for prayers and I got the most likes and comments I ever have in 11 years yeah. from that post. Yeah. So same thing. People are hurting, man. Um, Nobody has it easy. Everybody has a story. Um, But we got to get out of that story, right? And into solution, man. Don't get stuck in that story. The the crazy thing is the original post I wrote mid panic attack. Mm, Like I got to get this out. And and it was powerful, dude. And it got held up in Instagram, would not post it for three days. I had to delete it and rewrite it. Like... Lord knows what would have happened oh. if the original one would have gone out because it was like thick, uh, you know? Okay. Wow. So, but I, but I knew I had to redo it anyway and I'm really glad I did yeah. because a lot of stuff is, is coming, um, from that. Yeah. Well, they say that when you're in depression or you have depression or anxiety, any of the mental, I guess, messiness you want to call, I want to call it, um, it's actually an opportunity to get to know the real you. It's so true. The truth mm-hmm. is scary in yeah. that place. Yeah. Writing lyrics helps me a lot. And that like, I, I discovered I wrote a couple songs and it really helped. And then How writing cool. that post was something that was really helping me, you know? What about a book? <laughs> Definitely needs to happen. Just, yeah. Yeah. 
It's something maybe in the future, it, yeah? It should happen, yeah. Oh, well, that's that's just great. I mean, but do you feel that because of your purpose, like with, with the breath work and the helping people, this this it's almost like that saying of you have to be able to go through it to understand and help the other people? Yeah, show your scars so others can heal type thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason, any way, shape, or form that I've gone through what I've gone through uh, to not help other people avoid at least a little bit of it, you know? Wow, it's powerful. Well, thank you for doing that. My <laughs> yeah, pl- my it pleasure. Is, it is so needed. <laughs> when you're a soldier, it's uh, it's an honor for the cause, you know? Oh, that's a good way to look at it. Oh. Yeah, or warrior or whatever. Yeah. I know. Yeah, we were told we're going to learn from our guests today. So I feel like I'm learning from you. <laughs> yeah. Well, we get we get channeled. We messages. get. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Love it. And so it was like it's going to be this extra deep spiritual like mo- moment and like memory and yeah, magical, yeah, energetic, extra. And, and also it's oh, the cool. it's one of the most powerful full full moons tonight and tomorrow. Really? Yeah. So that too, you guys are probably all feeling that that extra full moon energy yeah. energy. Very Do you cool. feel energy? I feel energy. I feel I have crazy energy like all day. I was sweating, cleaning out a shed for like three hours at work, and I had like endless energy, and I felt really good. <laughs> that kind of energy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you um, feel people's energy? Um, definitely, definitely. Um, I I try to like uh, I explain it like instead of learning. Like instead of looking at the words, I get more if I cross my eyes. Like everything was so clear. Some This is a thing that comes to my mind for some reason. Everything is so clear to see mm-hmm. once you cross your eyes. Oh. It's like an unknowing. It's a it's a such a deep unconscious energy reading that if I'm paying attention to it, it's going to be fleeting or maybe manipulated by my own social constructs or ill-learned behaviors or judgments. Mm-hmm. So I try to let it be completely like under the radar. Does that make sense? I get it. it. So like you literally do that? It just happens, yeah. Well, cause like I know, I haven't heard that one, but therapists talk about trying to like paint with the hand that you don't write with. And uh-huh. that's supposed to like open up different levels of consciousness. Well, and also your your left brain and right brain, you know, Depends. Ooh, I'm gonna try yeah. that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've always been weird that way. Like, I was tripping out on this. So when I was born, I was born upside down, backwards, and gray. So like, I was brain. I, oh. I died, and I had this horrible, Ooh. weird birth. Traumatic. Like, did my brain weird stuff? Like, super right-brained, I guess. Mixed dominates. Uh-huh. Wow. Gifted, learning, disabled. Like, I have. Uh, uh, Dyslexia. Just besides dyslexia, I've been tested, and I the the presence of uh, what's that with like kids like autism. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. There's like all kinds of weird stuff. Well, it must be like the genius one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Aspergers. I I don't know. Sounds. I'm kind of hungry. Okay. (laughs) 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 We're not making fun of that. No. No. You know why angels can fly? Why? Because they take life so lightly. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you're hilarious. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that you know, I think what what are labels, you know? And you're just a person, and you have different aspects of you. And you know, I I've realized, and Eden and I talk about this all the time. Like, 
all the hardships I've gone through, panic attacks, whatever it may be, it has made me so relate to probably 50% more of the population that I never understood. Mm-hmm. Non-judgmental, the more ability to help others, the more ability to tune into others and help them, and even more body intuition, like and and self-awareness, you know, empathy too. Yeah, I've yeah. been I've been judged so harshly, so publicly not to mention judging myself being so critical. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, any of that. I have Mm. the eyes of fire. I wanna purify everybody and see them not for any of their shortcomings. I wanna only see them for their strengths, Mm. only see them for the champions they can be. And I I feel like if I keep that hope alive, they might grasp onto a little bit and spring forth some new stuff, you know? Wow, that's awesome. That's like a quote. You gotta, you gotta listen to it and write that down and make it a quote on your Instagram or a song okay. lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. or the beginning of, of your book, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 So, can we shift gears a little bit and talk about the fun stuff? What <laughs> kind of fun stuff? <laughs> well, I was always a fan of Baywatch, so okay. I want to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What was it like? What was it like having women chase you in the in the Malibu supermarket? Just kidding. Nah. <laughs> That's where we were when we saw Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I'm joking. My, you know, my mom does that. My mom has this friend who has a house in Malibu, and she goes away for a couple weeks and comes home. She goes, I went to the to the farmer's market and somebody thought I was Suzanne Summers. How cute. So she like, I, I saw so-and-so, and I, uh-huh. she gets a kick out of that. I, yeah, to- I totally get that. That's fine. <laughs> I'm like that with... Uh, like uh, UFC fighters, you know, oh, okay. like okay. Russell, I'll get like, I'll get over like Russell Brand or some yeah. people oh, like that. Okay. How I am yeah. with Lionel Richie. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson was my guy, by the way. And, oh. and Elvis. Th- that, those were my she idols. Channels every, Michael day, Jackson every day. Too. Every day. Every day. Every day. Just like your interview before, dressing up, doing the, doing the dance moves, rehearsing it all. Oh. I have 135 stitches in my forehead because when I was a year old, I practiced every day to do my spin. At a year old. Oh, oh the head spin. No, the 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 no, break dancing. Yeah, the no, spin. The no. spin on the on the hardwood no. floor. Oh, Michael yeah. Jackson. Michael the, the crossover MJ. spin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking. And about. I okay. fell and I hit my head. I was still drinking out of like cup that couldn't spill and went into oh my forehead. Oh my god. Oh. So I got a sippy cup. Got, a sippy I, cup. I oh, the, cut your forehead. Paid the price Ooh. to be a real <laughs> Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I was enamored. Like enamored. Okay. That's my husband's the same way. Yeah. Oh, that's cute, though. So, well, yeah, you, like you said, she channels. I, she's a medium, and she channels. And originally, she channeled Michael Jackson, and then that led us to Prince. Um, it's we we have it the whole story in another episode, but yeah. like so some cool. powerful stuff that happened with Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Well, one of a kind, both of them. So Baywatch, back to Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> I was, so, I was isn't it the thirtieth anniversary? Yeah, thirtieth anniversary. That's yeah. amazing. I'm doing a mm-hmm. bunch of stuff about Mario Lopez and KTLA and Yahoo News and everything. It's going to be a crazy That's week. Cool. It's fun. Um, probably see all the cast members at a at a reunion party on the twenty fourth. Oh, if you guys want to come, I want to be. Come. I want to go. Wanna come? I want to come. I want to come. Dude, I don't care. Like, really? Whoever's listening, just come. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up on Instagram. I'll give you the address. <laughs> uh, let's flash mob it. Um, so it's a it's an interesting time. It's a neat time. Um, yeah. But you know, I was I started acting when I was six, and I didn't have a dad, and I was so hungry for approval um, mm-hmm. and accolades, and I just wanted to please. As, you know, still a people pleaser, but um, that that like drive to do a good job landed me a lot of gigs mm-hmm. like like boom 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 oh we're hiring him come back for seven more commercials he's easy wow. to work with hey sir how you doing sir? yeah i do a good job oh yeah you Perf- know perfectionist ethic yeah 
and I had already, I didn't know about entertainment. I mean, I didn't know it was a job or money, but I would do little radio shows and had a karaoke machine and pause and I'd interview myself and pretend to be characters and <laughs> dress up. I was, that's all I did. I was obsessed with it. So when it came time to really do an audition, I had already been doing it on my own oh, all day. Wow. Wow. So I was 10 years old. I got Baywatch. I had a single mom. I was from Orange County. I had a little bit of sand in my shoes and a little sun-kissed face already. And the rest of the kids were like with their stage moms and their pale faces and their perfect outfits. And they're like, dude, you know, that's, that's the kid, you know? And mm -hmm. I was kind of small for my uh, age and David, like the, the fourth audition, he was like picking me up. <laughs> hey, yeah, this is the one, <laughs> like I was a watermelon. How he's light, you? he's light. I can pick him up and throw him on my shoulder. So <laughs> Knight Rider was my show growing up. I loved that show. So it was a pretty big deal for me. Oh, yeah. So you knew who he was. Oh my David. gosh. You kidding me? Like, oh. I had gone to like take pictures with Kit at Universal Studios, mm -hmm. and, you know? <laughs> yeah. I had the Kit uh, big wheel. It, I think it's still no, there. The man Manifestation is wild because the watching of Michael Jackson and watching of Elvis Presley and the practicing, innate practicing, and uh -huh. then all of a sudden, like when I was 12 years old, I uh, released music. I had a top 10 hit and I oh. got off airplanes and the girls were doing the same exact thing they were doing for Michael Jackson, passing out, oh getting carried, God. getting yeah. carried over with my name on. I love you. Like, wait, I was like, Oh my gosh, how did this happen? Like I didn't <laughs> know about, you know, manifesting back then. It was uh -huh, right. totally like, it was just in me, you know, yeah. I just did it. But that's one of the realest, uh, examples of, of how uh -huh. powerful manifestation is. And Wow. That was a trip. That's exciting. Wow. Yeah, and, it, and, and, you know, then it's puberty, man. There was puberty and Baywatch, and they were too old for me to get with, you know. They were all in their 20s, and I was 16. Oh. It, was, it was torture. It was oh horrible. God, that's funny. <laughs> did you like, did you like one of them? You had good views. Um, I, I ended up dating no, um, Nicole Eggert a little later. Okay. Um, she was one of the younger ones. Yes, she was yeah. a little bit younger, a little feisty. I think I was like 20, but... Um, Michelle Williams was my first love. Heath Ledger's baby's mom. Oh, yeah. Wow. She was 12 on Baywatch with me. How cute. Was, wow. My parents wouldn't let us see each other. It was really my, my mom. Kinda, yeah. yeah. So still, I still got a resentment about that one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's fun. What would life have been? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy. It's fun. I like these inside stories. I, I mean, Baywatch was crazy. <laughs> we had Oprah. We had freaking Hulk Hogan. We had... Uh, I mean, so many huge celebrities on back then who like got really big. Well, it's like an icon or, show. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like historical. Kelly like, Slater, you yeah. know what I mean? It's kind oh, of a yeah. phenomenal, yeah. phenomenon kind of kind of deal. Wow, are you in touch with any of them now? <laughs> you kidding me? You have, yeah, big time. Um, mm. We kind of were tossing around a project for a little while, and um, actually, when I had relapsed in into my thirties. Um, Alexander Paul came to rehab and <laughs> visited me in jail and sent me protein every protein Aww. shakes every month. Yeah. So sweet. she's like the mom, the she's, mother figure. And Nicole Edgar came to visit me and David Chokichi came to That's visit cool. me. Um, like they, like they really, yeah, it was really precious, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, we're tight. She's doing all kinds of lifetime movies. Well, she's maybe. Do you, do you, she's a beast. She does yeah. like triathlons and oh. Ironmans and she's like <laughs> a vegan and has been driving yeah. an electric car for like 20 years. Like she's the truth. She is the change. She's wow. serious warrior. That's awesome. Wow. What about, I know you did a few reality shows. Like what was your experience with that? And would you do another one? Oh my gosh. You know, I, I'd have to say as a whole. Any project I've ever done has always hurt more than it helped 
taken more than it's paid. Mm. Got it. But, uh, you, but you're saying not Baywatch, but with reality. Just no, in general. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. I know. Because then, you know, you know, it's not aligned with you, but most people will say yes because it's. Well, pays, you, you, know, know, you get money, way. you get yeah. fame. Yeah. Right. I've always been burned pretty bad. So I think mm. it, at this point, it'd be actual insanity to go back. Yeah. Yeah. And even if like when people do call and it's, yeah, it's always like something that's appetizing, like, oh, it's just Spain and it's a hundred grand for this show. No one's ever going to see. And then you feel that little spark and you're like, ew, I don't even want to get excited <laughs> about that. Like it's, yeah. it's fake and it's freaking garbage and I'm going to yeah. get my hopes dashed and then not be grateful for what I have that's less mm. like screw the two in the bush man I, I just this I got this I'm happy with it yeah oh, oh I love that you that's know it's so great it's imp- I think that's crazy admirable that you're so not an by ego by the sweat of my yeah. brow and the brawn on my back <laughs> screw that fame stuff <laughs> it's hilarious no but you know what helps me I, I feel like that's it's so obvious you're not you've shed ego like you're really Thank you've, you've had done a, f- a very good job yes. of shedding ego a few of the uh, what is it called? Death, um, ego deaths. Yeah, you might have gone through I mean, a few of them. Oh, I'm sure there's the more, but 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 one of the things. Chills, man. One of the mm. things that's Ooh. important to ask yourself with things like that, because sometimes like something like comes in, you know. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> rolling for a second right there. Thank Whoa! You. Thank you. That ego was awesome. death. That was awesome. You resonated with that. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I know. I you feel can, it you too. can, if you need to cry, it's okay. No, it was, it was <laughs> power. It was enlightening. It, like yeah. I, I felt it. this yeah. energy go like this whoosh, through him. Yeah. Mm. But, but one of the things you just said that really stuck with me is people forget when they're presented an opportunity, they'll go with the shoulds, they'll go with the money, they'll go with the opportunity of like, what, ooh, I get to go here or be with this person. But they don't ask themselves, is it aligned with who I truly am? Right. And if your answer isn't 100%, why are you doing it? Right. You know, and a lot of times, I get it, some people have to because of the money or whatever. But if you don't have to, I find that like really fascinating because you're just, you're, you're in your purpose. You don't need to go towards some other squirrel and yeah. have some other purpose, right. you know? Yeah. Have yeah. to. I want to stay in the get to's. No, yes. more, no more have to's. Exactly. No more want to's even. I just oh. want the get to's. I oh, get to. Yeah. I get to be a humble servant among servants you know it's fulfilling that way it is the breath work oh okay breath work. I'm like, yeah that's so neat <laughs> so yeah, yeah well eden so I, I was i was telling her because she does that too and uh, you do that so too neat. it's yes. a very special bond yeah uh, so have you i imagine you before you got certified did you do it with a therapist well actually um, one of my very, very dear friends who is one of these guys who's trailblazing and have, I've always kind of been tail drafting on, you know, um, he was doing it all the time and, and we were in a sober living home together and he was up at 6am and he was doing his sadhanas okay. and he was doing all this, you know, halotropic breath work and stuff. And I'm like, this guy's crazy, dude. And he'd come back from these retreats and be like, yeah, do this bonfire and they saged me and I was weeping <laughs> and like my dad and like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. bro, that sounds like satanic, dude. I don't, it does. What yeah. is that? I don't, <laughs> I don't know what energy I'm inviting, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I put it off for like a long time and, uh, we, me and that guy and I actually went to this prayer house and this, he's a super famous like prophetic uh, pastor guy mm-hmm. that everybody knows, but I always forget his name, but he like spoke over our lives and it was like, oh. I, I was snotting, weeping, like 
God was talking to me through him in words and terminology that literally only I would know. Like the oh. weirdest Speaking stuff that the guy, the, no, the guy couldn't even pronounce the words, but they were like words that I knew. Like it was, it's hard to explain. Yeah, it's no, a whole 20 it. minute thing, but it was yeah. it's so personal yeah. and it was, uh, you know, to felt, to feel completely understood the way only yeah. the master architect could, yeah. can mm-hmm. understand you mm-hmm. that nobody else will ever be able to. It was so amazing. And, and he did it for that guy too. And that guy's been in like some occult stuff and some dark art stuff and some you know he's like a real always wanting to know guy and I'm like I don't want to know you know but it was equal and I was like okay then I'm going to do the breath work thing because if we were on the same table with that guy and we were seen equally by God like I'm going to do it and I did it and I just there was no doubt about what yeah. the presence was and and what it could be for other people yeah and um my intuition lit up from that like crazy that self-love on a totally yes not even on purpose like not even I I, people said self-love I'm like oh cucumbers on my eyes and like self-care <laughs> no, like that's what I pictured that. you know no. I'm like a self like screw self like uh, others you know but <laughs> when that happened when the self-love happened from the breath work so much yeah. changed Oh, everything can change. And that's like in a matter of just a few hours, a few minutes. Yep. It can change your perspective on everything. I've had some pretty amazing experiences where words and like, you know, uh, what do they call that? Like clairsentience or audio sentience. Like uh, like clear audience. Yeah. Clear audience. Mm -hmm. That's Uh right. Like, whoa, like blurry vision, like, you know, like Mm. right in it with people is pretty neat. Mm hmm. I understand. Yeah. You do it like this? I do too. <laughs> it's diaphragmatic breathing. In through your nose, out through your mouth. It's a little different. So it, we do. You we get do, the same result yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. And then we do some breath holds and some primal mm. screams. Okay, yeah. Nice. It gets pretty wah, yeah. wah, 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 wah. Yeah. When I do it with clients, it's not that crazy though. Yeah. We do, we're a lot more Maybe you need to mellow. Add that in. I'm like that. <laughs> no, we, we, we're still successful. It's okay. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the primal I've, screams, you probably have to go out and hike and. <laughs> We've done it in some groups, but I've I've done it with um, with somebody holding space, just really breathing super lightly, and totally gotten there uh-huh. too. Like yep. whoa, like scary whoa. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I don't it's, think I've ever done thing. that. You I, have I, I, to. With, with a healer, I think I have, but I have never done it. You have to do it with I'll me do sometime. It. Yeah. I'll do it with you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's so really healing. fascinating. It's. I think it's the. You know, that's where you can heal from your core. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Just That's like, great. you know, when you cry sometimes in therapy, you're not crying from the core mm-hmm. and you're not really healing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because it makes me think of this is different, but it's I guess it's similar. But like I've had retreats where you make people sit across from each other and just stare at each other and breathe. And for like five minutes, and some people can't do it. Like mm. like somebody I knew that that went to one I did. She had to go home. Got too real. Did, yeah. Wow. Yeah. She was offended by you looking at her. No, it just made her un- really uncomfortable. It wasn't yeah. me. No, <laughs> maybe I partnered her. Maybe I partnered her with someone with bad energy. She's like, <laughs> I don't know. People get scared. All this work is voodoo when it's really just like soul work. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so tell us about your your new venture and the, the how the hemp company is helping people. Yeah, well, it's it's something totally new for me. You know. Um, I was doing personal training and I was a private chef for, for years and um, working in rehabs and stuff. So being like in an office, like really doing stuff like on a computer, it's, it's challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
like you guys were talking about earlier, challenge is good, right? That's where you grow in the grind. So um, I'm having a lot of fun. And uh, it's it, enjoypachamama.com is the website. Uh, Pachamama CBD, full spectrum hemp extracts, broad spectrum. CBD isolates, we're doing some stuff with that really just because the public wants that. But, the, you know, the, the real magic is in the full spectrum and the broad spectrum when all the other players are there, you know. Um, so we have 84 patents on a, a solvent-free extraction. So there's no uh, ethanol, butane, no CO2 used at all. It's uh, just heated air and pressure, wow. single strain, single origin. We own our own farm, so we don't source from anybody else. No mm -hmm. fungus, no pesticides, triple tested. Um, Pachamama's goddess of Mother Earth mm -hmm. um, from the Andes tribes and, wow. and the, uh, the Incan tribes in the Andes. And uh, You know that's happening? started talking about Pachamama so you got well, stuff got crazy we have like we have like four minutes anyway um, okay okay so bringing this kind of plant medicine is something that is definitely aligned with my mission right um and that's why I took I took the position and everybody at the company are you guys got to come down and visit all, they're all powerful awesome really world changers so, cool. so it's really wow. neat to be in that company yeah helping wow. so many people too because so many people are getting pain don't have to be on meds anymore and Bingo. I have a headache is that gonna help my headache absolutely okay wow yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely I can't take real medicine over the counter yeah. so oh, why would you well, yeah. I wouldn't now. I didn't know I could live without it, though, before. Yeah. Yeah. So we all get yeah. conditioned and then we have to realize like a lot of yeah. times it does more. Sometimes it's good for people, but sometimes it does more harm than good. Depending. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I could talk about hemp and hemp extracts forever. But uh, all the information is on our website, you know. That's so okay. great. Yeah. And so how yeah. else? How can people find you? Uh, at Jeremy Jackson Fitness on Instagram. Um, Definitely make sure to reach out to me. I'm super interactive on there. And, uh, you know, this thing we're doing with the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, it's a, a photographer that I met uh, out of Australia. And, uh, you know, he's he's doing these really dramatic headshots of different actors and athletes who are struggling with, uh, with mental health issues and um, getting the awareness out there and breaking the stigma. Wow. And they just asked me to be an ambassador, which is wow. pretty magic and pretty cool. And it's kind of why I'm on this show. Yeah, so yeah. It, it seems to be really kind of taking shape. And I'm just excited. Wow. Well, hopefully yeah. we can help in any way we can. Yeah, maybe get have that, that word out. Photographer on here or something. Yeah, yeah. somebody yeah. else involved too. Shout Just out to Glenn Marsden. What's up, homie? Yeah. yeah. So I love this. Yeah, like our <laughs> whole like our whole thing is mental health awareness. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it crosses over into so many so many different things. You mm -hmm. know, yeah, with the eating disorders and the, you know trauma and all that stuff, addiction. Like, woo. Yeah, you know, oh, I think yeah. we all. I don't know many people who don't have some Something. form of, oh, you definitely. know what I mean? Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. We're totally. stuck in some part of our childhood. Right. No mm. need for that. Mm -hmm. well, it can be done. It yeah. can be finished right now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or, or, or transferred into something positive. Yeah. So as you're showing. Let's so just let it go. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for being so inspiring. Yeah, thank and you. thank you for being here. Yeah, it takes one to know one. I appreciate uh, you. Well, you're just yes. so authentic, and you got great energy. So I feel blessed to have met you. Yeah, to be I, in your I, presence. I listened to Alexander or no Xavier Rudd on the way over here the whole way, so I got all charged up. Ah, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Xavier. Yeah, <laughs> we have know, a good right? show because of him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, and um, be sure to give us feedback, and be sure to check out Jeremy and um, and the Hemp Company. And um, we'll see you next episode. Mwah. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> that was him blowing you a kiss. <laughs> <laughs>
For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.